0: Welcome to A Therious Radio Live, the Hour of Truth with Richard Lawrence and Chrissy Blaine.
1: A very warm welcome to A Therious Radio Live. Brought to you on Body, and Mind, Spirit Radio on every third Tuesday of the month. Discover the cosmic message for this age revealed through legendary master of yoga and world-renowned medium, Dr. George King, between 1954 and 1997. Our usual hosts, Richard Lawrence and Chrissy Blaze, are regrettably not able to be here for today's show. However, and I'm very, very pleased to say that Alison Lawrence, who is an international director of the Ethereum Society and a regular guest on Ethereum's Radio Live, has kindly stepped in to be your host today. Alison will be joined by another very regular guest, Brian Kniep. Executive Secretary at the American Headquarters of the Aetherius Society. Now, they will be discussing the topic of the giant spacecraft which regularly comes into orbit of our world four times a year, satellite number three. And the title of the show is The Floating Temple of Light. So without further ado, I hand you over to Alison and Brian. Thank you, Nikki well
0: thank you nikki
1: certainly yeah
2: <laughs> anyway it's a, it's a marvelous topic this uh, the floating temple of light and it's only in a few hours time that this wonderful spaceship built on mars it comes into orbit of our wor- world again and uh, this is a great opportunity for humanity to become more spiritual, to draw upon energies, which enhances energy output, which our world so desperately needs. And it's all part of a great plan. Now, I'd like to start by saying, why is it called satellite number three? Well, there is a good reason for that, and there are two other satellites in orbit, numbers one and two. Uh, One is orbiting at approximately 750 miles uh, around the Earth in a tight orbit, and that is in regular orbit. And the other one um, describes an elliptical orbit between 650 and 1,300 miles above Earth. Now, these two spaceships are what you call travelling classrooms. They're set up for students from other planetary systems, you know, from maybe right across the galaxy. And they come to observe terrestrial man, us. And um, it's, a, it's a metaphysical survey, but they also are learning how not to behave. <laughs> it doesn't, it's not a very good advertisement, is it? But well, that, is the, that is the truth to, to
0: observe model, uh, model behavior here?
2: Uh, I don't think so. No. We are the classic no. example of what not to do. I mean, we've had a terrible history. As I'm sure you know, Brian, and people who are, understand the history of the human race, uh, you, know, the, you know, we started by destroying a planet. I mean, you just, you just couldn't make it up. You know, the asteroid belt itself was a planet. And there's actually evidence that it was a planet, and not just a sort of a conglomeration of rocks that didn't form, uh, you know, a planet between Mars and Jupiter. But that is another story. But uh, there is definitely scientific evidence which would point to the fact that it was destroyed by nuclear fission. I mean, it says you know, and then we just we came here, we destroyed one ancient civilization, Lemuria. Then the next one, Atlantis, and here we are again. But do on you the see there is a plan. Yes, really. Um you know, the powers that be are, you know, are looking at this planet. The Earth, a living entity, has received an initiation and uh, our, the circumstances in which we live, the conditions on Earth are going to change in the course of time. And what we have to do is spiritualize ourselves. And one of the great aspects of this plan is the coming of satellite number three. So what is this spaceship? It's very interesting. It's shaped like a huge egg and uh, uh, over the course of time, it's... You know, we have now a different spaceship, but the you know the classic one was a mile and a half long, which in cosmic terms is not very much. But uh, Dr. King, who really from whom all this information comes, has stated you, you can't have creation without an egg, and an ovoid shape or an egg shape is something that is very significant. Um, when you think about it, our auras an ovoid. The most advanced beings in the solar system, the Saturnians, they, they, have, they live within an ovoid, you know, that this is how they express themselves. And procreation, of course, as we know, can't take place without an egg. But there's something else that I want to bring up. And that is uh, data from NASA. And this has been examined by some Italian scientists. And uh, they were examining the data from NASA, uh, which are looking at um, the fluctuations in cosmic microwave background radiation. I hope you... Do you want me to repeat that, (laughs) Brian? No, no, that's
0: good.
2: Yes, and they have found... That there are anomalies. It doesn't seem, the, the, the figures, the numbers, they don't quite add up. And uh, the sent out, it, well, is called the WMAP, Wilkinson Microwave Anisotropy Probe. And this is what measures this microwave background radiation. And they found... That if the universe itself was shaped like an ellipsoid, this anomaly virtually disappeared. So you know this is all theory, but it's—I find it's very interesting. <clears throat> this was—they're this was, uh, was, working on this in the University of Ferrara and the lead scientist is someone called leonardo campanelli and i've sort of been reading this up and uh, i find it very interesting i mean every civilization no on earth will it is that they talk about the cosmic egg uh so i know at this moment we can only call it a theory but uh, i think they're going to discover things i mean scientists are talking about The the different shapes that the universe could be, and they're sort of moving away from the concept that it's just, you know, spherical. When it started from a central point, you know, I mean, we really know so little. But
0: uh, I
2: thought I'd (laughs) throw that out (laughs) for information. Uh, Very interesting. So, of course, satellite. So this satellite comes into orbit. It orbits uh, 1,500 miles above the Earth. It's just at the edge of the ionosphere, and it's invisible and undetectable by radar. And uh, there's a very good reason for this. Um, In an early lecture, Dr. King told us that some radar operators were taken ill by scanning certain radioactive clouds because the pulses are reflected back and there would be a build-up over time and sooner or later some of these operators have developed some types of cancer as a result of this. And of course the emanations from satellite number 3 are very, very subtle and they don't want interference from our radar systems either. And of course, so it renders itself invisible, not just... To sight, but also to stopping any, any other scanning equipment that might detect it. And of course I think you understand, uh, the, you know, how we see things. We're not just looking at an object and see, seeing it. It's, it's more complex than that. You look at something because light hits it and then it's reflected back and that is what enters our eyes and that is how we see. Is there anything, do you understand any more about that aspect of it, Brian?
0: No, that's that's quite true. Uh, Unless it's something like the sun, which creates its own light, of course. But everything uh, on Earth uh, is uh, reflected uh, light from the sun, mainly. Uh, Even the moon is reflected light from the sun. Um, And so that's what we see. Absolutely, yeah.
2: So... um, Big question is, how does satellite number three work? Why Why is it here? What does it do? And I think I'll hand that over to you, Brian. I think you want to talk about this very well, that, urgent message. That's,
0: that's the big question. I mean, it's it it's fascinating to know um, or certainly to, to consider that there is a satellite in orbit of Earth um, uh, that we we the scientists and the, and the military people and, the, and common uh, man can't really detect. Um, and that's an interesting point. But the more interesting point is why is it here? And what is it doing here? And how can we use it? And that, that's that's the, the, the biggest point. And you, you made some very good points about the classroom uh, looking at a civilization that has gone wrong, and unfortunately, that's the way Earth is. And I think just looking at the news uh, any day, you can see that you know, we just aren't doing things very well. Um, and
2: no.
0: There are beings that, are. <laughs> that's an understatement, um, but there are beings who, who really want to help us get it right. And these are beings who are very spiritual beings, much more evolved spiritually than we are, and technologically. And they want to be able to help us as much as they can uh, be allowed to under the confines of the karmic law. And that's another uh, lecture, another uh, radio show, of course. But they're trying to help us. And the third satellite is a brilliant way of helping mankind. And I'll try and explain um, how it helps mankind. We as a race have been using the energy uh, coming from the sun, coming from God, if you will, uh, wrongly for a long, long time. Uh, We're very selfish um, as a race, as individuals, and we need to get to the place where we are selfless and understand that all is one, and so we should help each other. And we haven't been doing this. We've been um, materialistic, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I think that's pretty plain. Um, And one. Brilliant way of turning things around is uh, if you can imagine uh, an energy source that picks out um, the individuals who are doing good. It might be a Buddhist, it might be um, a Christian, it might be a Muslim, it might be someone who's uh, not even believing God, but it's helping another person. Um, So there are many, many people like that who, who are doing this, and if you could pick out those people who are doing good things and give them more energy or supercharge their efforts to help mankind, then you would, number one, be helping them as individuals because they'll be doing more good, and therefore they'll they'll get that karmic um, return on that good. But more importantly, you'll be helping all mankind because the good that they're doing is being leveraged up And people start to see that and feel that. And then that good effects from karma come back to not only the individuals doing good, but mankind as a whole. And so you start to shift this whole karmic, um, almost in the background at first, as people are using this energy more and more and more. and, And we'll start to see, I'm quite sure, in the not too distant future, uh, a discernible shift in, in goodness and in good karma and good things, the more good people start to realize and use this wonderful energy. Does that yes, uh, see, Does that help you think?
2: Uh, yes, most most definitely does. You see, the thing is, the cosmic masters who are observing us, they're not going to interfere with us directly then they they're actually do that. not allowed they to. Do that. No, they're simply yeah. by karmic law, they're not allowed to. I mean, they could easily land in the Hollywood Bowl or Hyde Park. They could, you know, they could send hundreds or thousands of vessels to orbit the Earth and everybody could see them. But it wouldn't necessarily change people. It might well, cause de- panic, de- it might Or they could dematerialize and not.
0: destroy all of our weapons. They could destroy all of our yes. weapons if they wanted to, but, but they can't do those things.
2: And the thing is, right. what would we learn? We The only, only thing that we'd get out of that is that they're more powerful than us. So they're trying to get us to change from within. And the Master of Theorists himself has said that. That is part of the great plan for Earth, to get us to recognize the errors of our way and become more spiritual. And as you said, Brian, it doesn't matter what your religion is, what race, creed, anything. It's, in the end, we're all journeying towards the source from whence we came, going back to God. But we decide how long we're going to take, and that is free will.
0: But there's a great quote, um, as you know, Alison, which sums it up so beautifully by the Mass Jesus and the Twelve Blessings. Man yes. dwelleth in a world of selfishness, God dwelleth in a world of selfless expansion. Bridge this gap and be a God. That's all we have to do is not be selfish. It's not that difficult.
2: I know. I know. When are we going to learn? I think people are getting weary of war. I mean, because, you know, how can they sleep at night when they see terrible suffering that's been going on in Yemen, for instance? You know, and what they're fighting over is so ludicrous, you know, about um, paying civil servants or something like that. It's absolutely ridiculous. You know, we are a global civilization. You know, we can't say there's only one way. There isn't one and only way. Every path that was ever given by every avatar who came to Earth gave a path which would steer us in the right direction and that I I believe is dependent on the state of advancement of that particular group of people in a particular time of our history Of
0: course. I mean when Jesus came and the great news now I'm here can you hear me? Yes (laughs) well the the great news now um, on what you're saying is that all these different religions can now all start moving even faster towards, um, towards God and towards goodness and towards change with the help of the third satellite.
2: And of course, uh, Dr. King has said that um, it's all about the use of energy. Every, our whole life is dependent on how we use energy and we are accountable for it. In fact, I'd like to, I've got this quote here. It's an early one. And he said, we have to connect ourselves to the source in the right way in order to be able to use the all-pervasive and greatest of all everlasting energy. And that is what evolution is all about. And of course, as you're saying, the whole objective of the function of satellite number three is to give us this opportunity to enhance our correct use of this energy and use more and tune into a, a higher caliber energy which will refine our subtle bodies and then we can call upon a higher energy And of course, there's this uh, factor of three thousand, so uh, it's not quite as straightforward as you know. It's not magnified by three thousand times. Like if you're giving healing to a person, you're sending them three thousand times more energy. Do you want to go
0: into that? Let me jump in. No, let me jump in just before you get to that, Um, because it just just dawned on me that a beautiful analogy. Is, you know we, we all we all, well all of us on the spiritual path, want to um, grow spiritually. Um, we want to uh, yes. open our psychic centers and learn more and be able to help more. and uh, And the more that we the more energy that we can can contact, if you go out into nature or some of these holy spots or or really powerful temples, and you've got more access to this energy and it can help you grow help you go within, help you reach new heights. Well, imagine that just like you can do that. Imagine if you expand that out to a whole civilization. Uh, And if a whole civilization can be moved into a a holy place or moved into a temple or moved into a a holy mountain, then they would have access to so much more of this wonderful, wonderful energy. And that's in effect what the third satellite is doing by this complicated, as you will help us understand, factor of three thousand times. So please with that with that preface, show us how this, this, this magic of this the this, uh, this flying saucer or this, this great spacecraft can help all
2: mankind
0: like like a like a master or a or a holy place can help the individual.
2: Absolutely. You see, the thing is, this is what people have got to realize. Every time we think, an energy goes out and it's in the mind belt. And uh, they may think, oh, I just thought something. uh, I maybe shouldn't have thought it. And it it just doesn't exist anymore. Well, I'm afraid they're completely wrong about that. It does. Mm. And uh, you get the build-up in the mind belt of a certain terrible energy. I mean, people, I mean, you know, everything starts with the thought. The thought precedes the action. You know, you're not going to act before you think. It might be very quick, uh, you know, one following the other. But at the end of the day, we are responsible for all our thoughts. And this spiritual energy, this enhancement, we're attracting to ourselves prana and the more we attract the higher energy, this then goes into the mind belt and it helps to balance out the karma of all the negative energy that's put out there. And uh, the master Sirius himself has said, we have gone out of our way to put into your hands a scepter of power and those are his words exactly. (laughs) And what one person does affects the whole, because humanity has a group soul, just, just like animals do, but humanity does as well. And uh, you can't say, oh, people from one country are different from people from another part of the world. We're all interconnected, and every evil act affects the whole, and every good act affects the whole. But... Yeah. By calling upon the power from satellite number three, the Master of also tells us, we will speed through evolution 3,000 times faster. We will be getting away from the necessity of reincarnation 3,000 times faster as well. Now that really is the key to it. And this is helping the whole. That's so right. It's not... yeah... There's the karmic factor at work every time we consciously tune into satellite number three. And when you think about it, such a craft under the direction of a lord of karma with the sanction of interplanetary parliament has got to have a great karmic effect. I mean, Mars Sector 6, we don't know what sort of a being he is other than he was accepted into the karmic hierarchy but has is waiting before he takes this elevated this uh place this position because he wants to help all life streams in this galaxy i mean talk about well, service i think, I think for the that's whole uh, one.
0: of course i think i think that's the big key i think is um we 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 mustn't focus too much on thinking that um, every prayer or every mantra or every good deed is, is multiplied uh, energetically 3,000 times. But because no, it's, no. it's being operated by a lord of karma, it, it's, it's, it's pushing the karma forward 3,000 3, times. And we don't understand exactly how they do that. But let's face it, this being is, is so far ahead of us. With technologies oh. and spiritualities and spiritual growth, so much ahead of us, and they and they, you know, we deal with, with, with science and this kind of thing. They deal; these beings deal with with karma, with how to help people yes. through the karmic law, and they've found ways that can help us. Um, so it's hard to explain to us exactly how they do it, but we're being told, as you say, by the master theorists, that when we use this energy, we we're, we're evolving. Three thousand times faster. That's the that's the key.
2: I know that is quite. It's it's. You know, if you really you've got to sort of meditate upon such a statement to just realise the significance of it. And you see, this is also there's another aspect to this. The the fo- the forces of light up. To, you know, up to recently, certainly as sort a. Of At the time that Dr. King first really founded the Aetherius Society and started to bring forward the cosmic plan, he stated that there were just about enough people working for the forces of light to allow this manipulation to take place by karmic law, and he called this the thin white line. So it's very interesting. The the, mm. the forces and the lower astral realms and let's face it level minus one is probably more as pop, populated as the physical plane, <laughs> mm-hmm. but they're more organised. But the forces of light are not. But by bringing together, co-having coordination and using the power of satellite number three, that helps that helps to coordinate this force for good in our world. And
0: well, you bring up a really this is, this is amazing the point there. I think that, that's a really inspiring point you bring up because I think everyone who's on the path wants to make a difference, wants to be yes. known by the great ones. And, and here the concept of that thin, the thin uh, line of white light um, allow the third satellite to be here um, is important. Because every time any one of us, and there's not that many people who are doing no. this, let's face it, there's not that many people that are really doing really, really good work. But if you are one of those great people, then the third satellite, they know you. They yes. need you. They are go picking you up to send you energy to help you move forward with, because they know you are helping mankind move forward. And you can be, you can use that scepter to really uh, make a big difference in this current spiritual battle that we are engaged in. And what what's more yes. inspiring than that?
2: I know. You see, things are hotting up. This is all sort of leading yeah. up to the coming of the new age. And uh, I mean... Mars sector 6 himself did state that there would be more wars there'd be more conflicts there's going to be more disease there's going to you know it was a terrible prediction but the karma of the whole is hotting up you see and mm, we have to no we have to group together we have to make a difference and this is we have to jump in you know, we
0: have to jump in and help
2: satellite Yes, satellite number three can only come into orbit for a certain number of seconds per year. Can you imagine it's measured in seconds? Mm, I believe it. You know, there's so much that we we just don't know. Like our lives, the life, our lifespan is measured in the number of breaths that we take. So therefore, the deeper we breathe the longer we live, the more we will advance because we're using energy in the right way. See, so we're coming back to that.
0: Speaking of the number of well, breaths and seconds, yes, I think you have a job to do here. Oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, 29 minutes. Gosh, do you realize it? <laughs> Look, we're coming up to the halfway mark. <clears throat> I think we're... I think we're going to have our little break now. So I think I'll hand you hand come over to Nikki.
1: Well that's very kind of you and it's absolutely fascinating what you and uh, Brian are talking about and revealing. So thank you so much, Alison and Brian. You are listening to a serious radio live with Alison Lawrence and her guest Brian Kneep who are discussing the floating temple of light and yes. In only a few hours' time, at 12 midnight GMT, the first spiritual push for 2023 will begin when we welcome again into orbit of Earth that floating temple of light. The giant spacecraft we know as satellite number three, flooding our world with much needed spiritual energy. This spiritual push or magnetization period lasts until May 23rd, during which all spiritual actions performed with a selfless motive are enhanced by a factor of 3,000 times. The special service to mark this potent first hour will be live-streamed from the Aetherius Temple in London and presided over by Richard Lawrence. Please visit aetherius.org for more details. You are warmly welcome to join us, especially during this spiritual push for our daily services, both live stream and online, which are held sometimes more than once a day, to send out as much healing power and love to our world and details of these are on our website and just to let you know also a full program events are being held in both london and los angeles and they are being detailed on the theorist.org so please visit the website for more information for the next a theory is Radio live show on May 16th, your host, Chrissy Blaze, will be joined by Dave Capraro, an international director of the Assyrian Society, who is based at the Eastern USA branch, formerly the Michigan branch, and they will be discussing a very intriguing subject. The prophecies are nigh. Very intriguing. So that's it for now, and I'm very pleased to hand you back to Alison and Brian. Thank you, Nikki. (laughs) Right,
2: what I'd like to do now is just say a few words about the science behind satellite number three. Because... That'll be interesting. I mean, you know, we're in the kindergarten of science when you look at the science behind satellite number three. And the whole concept is a very very ancient indeed because uh, we are told that when we lived on Maldek the planet which was the asteroid belt a craft with uh, a similar uh, we can't say it's the same one that is in 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 use now but a similar craft offered the same spiritual service to that planet, named well, the human race, that was us, and it was turned down. They did not, they mm. were not interested. And what did they do? They ended up going to war and using a nuclear fission and completely blew up the planet. So that, uh, you know... Well, I think we've already covered that but it's just a demonstration of just how ancient the science is behind satellite number three Martian scientists are well they are the scientists of the solar system so um, I'll go back then to this egg shaped craft which is approximate which was uh, one and a half miles long and at the top of the craft is a huge dome made of finely ground crystal and uh, they certainly know about the science of crystallography you'll have no distortions no air bubbles like you do in synthetic gems produced on earth and it allows sunlight to come through this dome through a system of filters and this allows the sun's rays to enter in, and they can determine which frequency they want to allow to come through this dome. So there's, it's like a sort of giant polarizing, uh, well, a filter. And from there, this this energy, this uh, solar energy, that has been modified, if you like, or they've cut away certain and maybe certain finer cosmic rays, it travels through three huge three-sided crystal pyramids which are approximately seven foot high each. So you imagine this dome, you've got the light flowing through it into three seven-foot pyramids and these pyramids glow with an inner with fire. So they're not just illuminated by the light from the sun, but they have their own internal illumination. And from there, these rays are transmitted to a huge egg-shaped crystal, which is larger than a house. And this is suspended in mid-air. It's absolutely motionless. And around, around this huge crystalline egg are revolving other crystals, and they're almost revolving in slow motion. And each of these crystals has a specific function. And from there, the beams have now been fully conditioned as per the specifications that are required, are radiated through a matrix at the bottom of the craft in a and it reaches this matrix in a splendid multicolored beam. Now, Dr. King is one of the few people on Earth who was invited to go to satellite number three. And I would stress it's uh, by invitation only. And he went in a projected. And this is what he witnessed. And he saw, you know, in his state, in his elevated state, he could see this energy which seemed to pour out of the crystal egg almost was like a liquid and of course there are many more colors you know in the spectrum which are visible to more advanced beings. We see seven colors I mean if you look at the, the length of the electromagnetic spectrum I think it would be like a mile long and what we see is the equivalent of uh, a width of, a, of an inch and the master serious mm. has told us that there are in fact 425 primary colors and we see seven so wow. there again you know and you know it's not like looking at uh, uh, colors on a palette you're looking at energy you're looking at frequencies of light which are measurable and they they now they're measured in either angstroms or nanograms this is uh, a <laughs> the gemologist speaking. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so this light then is, uh, this is where it's used and the, the operators on satellite number three can use this energy and what they beam down onto an individual is one thousandth the size of a human hair. I mean, mm. that is quite extraordinary. You can really so start got to very, understand,
0: very... With, you can understand that it, it's far more complicated and, and, and beautiful than just stepping up the energy that we're using. It's doing far, far more with all that beautiful, as you described, complexity. It, it, it's stunningly um, magnificent, really.
2: I mean, they know how to manipulate energy in a way that we don't even begin to understand. Mm. Now, as I mm. said right at the beginning, satellites numbers one and two are traveling classrooms and they're like observation posts. And But with satellite number three, the operators are all experts in their field. And did you know it takes 30,000 years to train to be an operator on satellite number three, 30,000 years.
0: No. Wow, 30,000 a... years. That's
2: amazing. <laughs> so, so wow. I mean, it just shows. It's, it's extraordinary. But, you know, they yeah. are experts in their field, and they won't make a mistake. You know, I mean, someone like Mars Sector 6 wouldn't have had Wouldn't allow someone to be operating who wasn't up to the up to the job. That is absolutely sure. Mm. So, so
1: you you know,
2: you think. Sorry, were you going? Sorry, you want to add something? No,
0: no, I mean that that's um, it. it Just really illustrates um, how fortunate we are to have such an advanced technologically and spiritually. craft here to to help us. And, you know, I guess if you think a little bit about those two um, observational craft and and beings coming, uh, they aren't so much probably seeing um, what not to do, but what they're doing is they're watching um, the brilliant manipulation by beings such as those on the third satellite to try and almost miraculously turn a... a, uh, a human human race um, from selfishness to selflessness, uh, and 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 able to do that without interfering. I mean, it, it, it's a, a almost impossible task, and and to, to be able to come and watch these great beings uh, perform it must be a uh, an amazing thing for for other planets around these, this galaxy. Yes,
2: yeah, I mean, actually. Since you mentioned that, there are um, beings from other parts of this galaxy who are also on satellite number three. You see, it, it has a real multi-function fun, it's a basis, this, this great satellite. And you think about this dossier that I mentioned earlier on, on every single human soul on Earth on the physical plane, on all the realms. And when you think that on the physical plane, how many people are there now? About 7 billion, 8 billion?
0: On the physical plane? And what does... Alice, I, have a, yes. I also have a question for you, though. Can, yeah. How can I get a look at my dossier?
2: <laughs> That's a good question. I don't, <laughs> would you really want I'd to like, see it? I'd like to have a, <laughs> like to have a I little peek
0: to. in there and see, see what's going on. <laughs> And the thing
2: is, (laughs) with this dossier, they know all our past lives, our current life and present karmic position, and what our our future lives will be. And this is every single individual on the planet, on the physical plane or the subtle realms. And if one person, you know, just try and... Grasp the enormity of this. One individual suddenly has a spiritual thought and wants to send healing. Satellite number three will pick that up. So you you know they're they're looking at us on so many different planes. Well, in fact, you know, um, (laughs) there's a marvelous description that Dr. King gives gives us when he was talking to this Martian scientist about the drunkard staggering around the West End oh, yeah. of London. And then the scientist, Martian scientist, he turned a few dials, and then Dr. King could see the man's aura. And, oh, uh, yeah. the, and how the, the rays directed from satellite number three were just deflected. So right. you know that they, they can right. they can yeah. see us on all levels. They can see the mind belt. Yeah. They can see what we're thinking if they want to at any given time.
0: <laughs> and it, it's it's important, I think, to um, re, I think I'm, everyone knows this, but it's just important, I think, to mention that um, diametrically opposed to the concept of the NSA spying on people in America and elsewhere, or they're just trying to get information on people to use it um, to better the government or better the military or better something like that. The the beings on the third satellite, they have only one single reason to have all that information, and that is to help mankind grow and move forward in their evolution. That's the only reason they have this information and, and use it.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. It's not like the silence group that's trying to control no. the human race through the misuse of information. Yeah, they're
0: doing a pretty good oh, job of that. I
2: know. But, you know, on satellite number three, that, that it's not even, that it has other functions as well. Because, I mean, it travels around the galaxy. It doesn't just mm. come into orbit of our, of our world. And it's got charts and in a seven dimensional sequence of all the entire mm. galaxy and when we look at a star we're looking at it as it was however many light years away it is and you know you could probably calculate what we're looking at when it actually happened which is probably millions of years ago
1: mm. but on satellite mm-hmm. number it three
2: they see the galaxy as it is at the present time. They're looking at it in the present. They're yeah. not looking at it in terms of how many light years or thousands of millions of years ago. So, you know, that's yeah, something that, that else. That blows is your mind right. right there. I know. Ah, yeah. uh, It's just quite incredible. And, of course, you know, then great scientist when he talks about the seven dimensions I mean this is the most I mean he summed it up in one sentence I mean it may not be directly relevant but it's I think it's a piece of information that people would be interested in you know what are the Mm -hmm. seven dimensions it's will divine will mind motion time length breadth, and height. So how, you you might say, well, how does that work out? Well, I'm only going to quote a great Martian scientist, and he summed it up in one sentence. The divine will imposes those conditions upon mind which bring its potential into manifestation as directed motion in a time frame of length, breadth, and height. There's a meditation. Mm,
0: that's beautiful.
2: Beautiful. Yeah. You know, at something, uh, I just want to make a sort of a beautiful uh, picture of that. <laughs> I'd love to. And just look at it, it and nice. think about it. It would be very nice to have that.
0: Definitely. We, yes. Uh, maybe, I think people would like to have that. I would like to have that.
2: Yes. I. I yes. Mm, that's given me food for thought.
0: <laughs> you're, you're the artist. Well, that'd be a be great, it'd be a great project to create something like that. Would be wonderful.
2: Yes, I mean, it all goes back to, to God, the divine will. Well, you know, this is what
0: that's what it's all about. The, that's that's it. And, the great uh, outbreak. and that's why the third satellite is is here. It's to try and help us at this crucial time in our history to um, to move back towards God because. Okay? As, as you know, and I think many of our listeners know, that time is short now. Um, yes. You know, the, 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 the sorting of the week from the shaft is, is, is upon us. And um, now is the time to, um, uh, for yourself, um, and more importantly, for as many people who can possibly stay in this world um, in the future, it's time to um, really focus on, Using that energy from the third satellite, um, you know what I do to help me because we we all need to help I think, Allison. I certainly do. Is um, what yes. I started doing is on on my altar. Um, I have a candle, and I only yes. light that candle when the third satellite is in orbit. And oh. it's a little ritual, and I sit down and I yes. and it, it it kind of draws me in more. Uh, to do more practices and more time um, during the third satellite's orbit. And I like that candle, and I, and I remember to say a prayer, of course, to the third satellite. And
2: Absolutely. This,
0: this kind of a thing and all kinds of whatever, – whatever trick or whatever aid that you can find and think about and use to help you um, do more during the third satellite's orbit um, is valuable because they come from so long – away and they had to get permission from the great 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 karmic lords to be able to help us um, the least we can do and it's a tremendous opportunity to use this energy to be a part of the cosmic plan because you are, every time you use energy from the third satellite, you are an integral part of the cosmic plan for the salvation Absolutely. and enlightenment of mankind and what an honor what a, what a tremendous opportunity
2: I mean, the cosmic masters themselves tell us, don't think just because I'm one individual I can't do anything. We can. No,
0: that's true. Yeah, no, we can. Yeah, it absolutely. Is so,
2: it's crucial that people realize that they can make a difference. And as you say, well, it's that, important that's, that's very, that we very allow this into our consciousness. You see, well, the more we cooperate, the more they can help us. It allows powers to help us as well. You know, brotherhood. A,
0: a, a scary thought, um, which every so often I, I think about, because we were told at one time back in, I think it was uh, uh, 80, 80, 86, 87, around that time when we were told yes. uh, how much energy was uh, used by the third, was sent by the third satellite to all of mankind in a 24-hour period, um, and yes. it was it was shockingly small. It was um, the most that was sent, because uh, obviously it varied day to day. But they gave a they gave a uh, a range, so like from around 2,500 prayer hours up to 6,000 prayer hours uh, for the entire um, human race on the physical plane at that time, and. It, That's a very small amount. When you think that one per hour is one person doing dynamic or really concentrated prayer for one hour, that's difficult to do. But imagine out of, at that time, I think three billion people, um, they only spent 6,000 prayer hours. And so when you think of it that way, number one, it's, it's shockingly small. But when you think about it, you will stand out. You yes. will be clearly noticed when you do one 12 blessings during a spiritual push. They will know you are doing that and you'll be making a Absolutely. significant difference. And it's not just a small you know, drop in the bucket. It's a significant difference.
2: They say, you know, in the darkness shines the smallest light. You know, that's right. You know, it's... It's
0: absolutely true. Well, I'm convinced. I'm going to do a twelve blessings today.
2: (laughs) Yes, I might do too. (laughs) I'll tell you, you will really feel the difference. You know, when we have our our special service to welcome in the third satellite into orbit of our world. At that midnight, at that moment, okay, in the UK, UK in England, it's going to be 1 a.m., but it, is it 6 o'clock, or what time is it?
0: It's 5 in o'clock a, in the, in the afternoon in, in, in Los Angeles, yeah, 5 o'clock.
2: Right. But we anyway, a bit easier at than that moment, on you can, yes, <laughs> it's a great karmic manipulation to be there at 1 o'clock yes, it in is. the morning, but you, feel, you feel that energy. It's like a tap that switches on. You can, you can feel that beam. Yeah. You can feel yeah. it on yeah. you.
0: You sure can. I, I
2: know, I've noticed no- that.
0: Another thing, too, is that it's nice to, to realize wherever you are in the world and you tune in during that first hour, you know that um, there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people, certainly in the Ethereum society, who are tuning in that, at that exact time. Same time, all yes. bringing energy down from the third satellite and sending it out to the world. It's it, it's a it's a magnificent time uh, of the year to, to to join in and do that. It's just it's just you, you can't beat that. one uh, I've been on vacation before, I think one time I was yes. in uh, Taiwan and it was during a oh. during a spiritual push. And 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 uh, my wife and I we we. It was about, I think it's about five in the morning. I think at that time, and uh, we tuned in, and it was it was glorious because we were probably one of the only people in that whole country tuning in at that time. But we were connected to all the members of the Affairs Society and others who are tuning in for that uh, first hour. I think it was, um, and it was it, it it was such a special thing. Um, and it's just—it's just, it's, it's it's some of the greatest highlights of my life I have been during first and last hours. That just such an experience.
2: It is. It, it's, it's very significant. And uh, the great karmic Lord Mars Sector Six has said that when a few are gathered in our uh, praise and appreciation, there is still hope for the planet Earth. I mean. You know, if someone well, of that caliber can say that, you know, it's extraordinary. And when,
0: see, when you, when, you, when you brought up that point that I had forgotten about, that um, the Third Stellate or, or, or a place something like that visited Maldek and was ignored, then that gives yes, that yes, yes. statement much more poignancy. Because right? even when just a oh, few um, are not ignoring it, um, it, it it's yes. a magnificent thing and, and it means there's hope for mankind.
2: Yes. Oh, well, you know, there's an example of another civilization in another part of the galaxy. And they were offered help by satellite number three. And they listened. And Mm. in 50 years, they turned their whole civilization around. And Master Sirius sort of tells them about it he said we did impregnate this planet we did make many approaches to them and they did listen and then Mm. they these people were told to go turn back to the teachings of their own holy masters and they did this and there was a great Mm. religious revival all art and music was recognized as being an expression of uh, you know of divinity, the, uh, an, an expression mm. of the super consciousness. And eventually they discovered the connection between pure religion, pure art, pure music, and science and philosophy. Well, we have That's all beautiful. those attributes. You know, we do. You know, when you look we, back... We
0: definitely do. You know, we, yes.
2: you know, we, have, a be- we have a great history <laughs> in art and creativity. Mm-hmm. We just need to coordinate all that, bring it all together, and you know. He, and then the master Sirius says, and with the sudden rise of consciousness, such a request, if you wish to call it, was transmitted by them to the adepts, who were directing our intervening operations. We had to virtually meet their demands. They knocked upon wow. the door, and we had to open it for them.
0: Wow.
2: So that's, that's it so, in a
0: nutshell. That's uh, so hopeful. And, and you think about mankind, and you're right, you know. Um, okay, you've got wars and, 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 and inequality and, and all kinds of difficult, terrible things on Earth. But you also have, as you described, you have love, you have divinity, you have art, you have beautiful religion practices. And if the people that, that resonate with that can really start to do that and focus on that with the knowledge that they're being helped during the third satellite's orbit, um, we, can, we could be more like that, that, that place that turned it around in 50 years. We, we can be instrumental in turning yes. this world around. We could. We could. Absolutely. And it's up to us, each, each of us, to do that.
2: Oh, dear, oh, dear. Let's,
0: well, we should, we we, just have
2: to we should keep, go on for another hour. On. We could. Oh, dear. <laughs> and especially when you think about the new model of satellite number three, which mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then its an orbit, if you like, started on January the 22nd, 1989, and is bigger than the old one. But it's got even greater scientific achievements. It can become, it can be in two places at the same time. It can project energy on all the levels through the use of special devices. And in fact, Dr. King said it has become an essential part of the solar system as a whole. It's like it's become a living entity. It's quite extraordinary.
0: And well, let's, the, let's, such... let's take the positive thought and think that yes. that was made larger and more, and more intricate and more advanced because mankind is going to really step up and start using the energy more and more and more and really turn our world around.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: That would be great.
2: Oh, we can't praise these great ones enough, absolutely.
0: We're extremely fortunate, really fortunate.
1: Well, we certainly are. I hope you don't mind me. I, I, I hope you don't mind me interrupting, but it was just absolutely fantastic, uh, you and Alison, you, uh, Alison and Brian. I mean, you could go on forever <laughs> <You could. laughs> on this subject. Keep going. We're you just, really we're just could. I could. I could. I, <laughs> Here, Alison. There was all these notes, rustling
2: those notes. <laughs> oh, oh I, I just have to. Yeah.
1: Stuff? Oh, I tell you, it's been a wonderful, wonderful show, and and thank you, Alison and Brian. It's, it's it's very illuminating, and thank you for some of those very inspirational thoughts, you both. And uh, talking oh, about God. this uh, floating temple of life. Right. Thank you <laughs> so much. Thank you. And uh, and of course, as uh, already said, this will be ending orbit of our world in only a few hours' time. So, please visit asirius.org for details of how to join with us in the special first-hour service to welcome satellite number three. As already mentioned, on next month's Ah, no, as already sure. mentioned, on next month's Serious Radio live show on May 16th, Chrissy Blaze will be joined by Dave Capuaro discussing Prophecies R9. So we just have a bit more time. Uh, you are warmly welcome, Please to continue joining us for our daily services, especially during this uh, spiritual bush, both live stream and online, sometimes more than once a day, so do do please join in and send out the much-needed healing power and love to our world. You can connect with your host, Alison Lawrence, through series.org, and also with Brian Kniep through his website, BrianKneep.com. You can continue to connect with Richard Lawrence and Chrissy Blaze on their respective websites at richardlawrence.co.uk and astrologycity. So we hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you for listening, and we look forward to your company next month.